Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Have you ever worked at a place where when you would go to the manager or maybe someone who was doing inventory or somebody that was literally in the middle of something and you'd walk in and do just a little tap and they'd say, what do you need? Or maybe it's a family member that you call them up and they don't say hello or how are you or good to hear from you. Just what do you need? They assume that because you may have needed something in the past, or they assume that because of their position, you want something from them. Well, sometimes it's true, and you do need to interrupt people, and you do need to ask. But what about when it's you? What about when somebody interrupts you in the middle of something you're doing, and you don't want to appear rude, and you put on your little happy, smiley face, and you may even say something like, what can I do for you? Well, that's different than someone who really and truly cares about you so much that they ask, what is it that you need? What can I do for you? How can I help you? And you know, many times we know that there are those spaces in our lives, those situations, those we sometimes call them seasons of life, when we go through periods that we weren't expecting. Even right now with my husband's recent illness, it's a time that we weren't expecting. And so when it came upon us, I just eased out of everything else that I'm involved in to devote full time to my hubby. And I don't regret that at all. And I know that he would certainly do the same for me. And, you know, when you get married, it's for better or for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health. But there's another time when your friends or your family go through the loss of a loved one, especially if there has been a sudden loss. A friend of my brother's recently lost their adult son in a horrible accident, and it was unexpected. It was right after Christmas. Everything had been so wonderful, and I know we are so glad when we hear of people who had time with their family member before they passed away, but in the midst of it, what do you do and what do you say? And I feel so sorry for people who have to put on that front at a funeral and stand at the front of the church, maybe next to the casket or in the funeral home, and your feet may be killing you inside. You're dying. The last place you want to be is right there. And when others should be doing for you, you're doing this for them. You're doing this to bring closure to loved ones or to have a sense of closure even you know, for yourself. And comfort when you're mourning is wonderful. And when there is somebody who comes through that line that you know they're going to comfort you, put their arms around you, whisper a little prayer in your ear, not try to get all the facts and want to talk and draw things out and You know, it's during this time of the year, especially when we're starting a new season in a new year, and many of the morning shows are talking about what we've been doing through the past year, and you've probably seen the memorials they do to those who 
passed away this year. There are a lot of very famous people who in the year 2022 have passed on. And so how do we do? We don't have to do anything with that. We don't know these people. We didn't know their family members, but we can certainly say a prayer for their family and friends, even for their fans. I remember when I was teaching one of the last huge suicide events with what they called the twin. 27 Club. There were so many who died at the age of 27, and many from either drugs or self-inflicted, including Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin and Kurt Cobain. That's the one I'm thinking of, because there were even fans of Kurt Cobain and Amy Weinstock, who was also a member of that club, that killed themselves because their favorite fan club was over. Their favorite fan situation would be no more. They couldn't be a fan because their hero was dead. Are you kidding me? Your whole life is wrapped up in a celebrity, and if they die, you have to die? Well, as these days dwindle down from 2022, we know that there are many listening right now that it wasn't about the loss of a celebrity or the death of someone you didn't know, but someone you loved, someone who was a deep member of your family or a friendship, and it could have been somebody that really had been your hero, your mentor. But there is a great scripture in 1 Thessalonians that we do not grieve those losses like those who have no hope. It says, we believe that Christ died and rose again. So those who die right now, Paul even says, you might as well call it that they have fallen asleep. Yeah, we know their body gave out. We know that physically they are dead. But if you know that your loved one, your hero, your mentor, who has passed away this year or any year, and I'm thinking of my sweet daddy, if you know that they were a believer in Christ, as Christians, we do not have to grieve as those who have no hope. That's what this scripture tells us, because God will bring comfort, and we get to celebrate those who have, quote, fallen asleep, unquote, so to speak. And the gift that keeps on giving is Christ himself. So we're encouraged that even in the midst of a funeral or in the time of grief or standing next to that casket, even though it may be a fake face and you wish everybody would just go home and leave you alone, there is still that comfort that we have that others cannot have, and that is the blessed eternal comfort given through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I believe that this year, if you have been grieving, if you have had a recent death in your family or among your friends, and certainly we all go through times where we say, I can't believe they're gone. Even over Christmas time, we still have that place where grandmas should have been sitting or where my other grandparents, great grandparents could have been, should have been, and you have yours as well. And some of you, it was even more painful because yours might have been the death of a child or a spouse or a best friend. 
And during this time, you've had a shadow of grieving of what you remembered it was like, but it can still hit so hard and you can still have experienced so much grief rekindled, so to speak, that you just want to get through it and you want it to be over with and you want to do something else to forget. Just don't return to those old ways that many of us did where you could drink it away or smoke it away or pop a pill and make it go away or even get involved with somebody that could help you forget your trouble. My friend, there is one who can wrap his arms around you right now and give you that everlasting peace that passes all understanding. There is one who can give you that blessed hope that you do not have to grieve as others do, because you know where your loved one is. And you can have, my friend, that blessed assurance that one day you too will not have to die, except for shedding of this physical body, because the death that comes is not eternal death, but it's just temporary, and that you will have a new body, you will have a new life, you will have all of eternity with your Savior, the one who went to the cross to die for you, that paid that price, that you may live and have everlasting life, forgiven of your sins, forgiven of whatever it was that bound you to this world. And that's what I pray for you this year, my friend. No matter what you're going through, no matter what the situation is and how hard it is in your personal life, there is one that sticks closer than a brother. There is one whose arms are wrapped around you. He is your everlasting friend. He is your beginning and your end. He is the one who will never leave you or forsake you. And he is the one who can comfort you with the comfort that no one here on earth could. So if you're going through a season of mourning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, you can stand firm on this scripture from 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 14. Since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Christ, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. Oh God, thank you that you are the comforter of all. Thank you that you can bring your peace to our aching hearts when we just want to be with those that have gone on before us. Thank you that you give us the right words that don't fall on deaf ears, but penetrate down into our hearts. And thank you, God, that we now have not only new life in Christ, but we have the assurance of eternal life. And that's why we can now be the comforters of those who mourn. And God bless you, my friend. That's what I pray for you, that you will be comforted as you feel his arms wrapped around you. You have that blessed assurance, and it will only go on and on and on forever and ever. Amen. God bless you, my friends, as you allow God to just comfort you in whatever you're going through so that you may be a comforter for others. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt, and thank you for joining me. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, 
visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.